Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. everyone, welcome back to Right on Track. I could not be more excited to be joined by a returning guest, my friend, my incredible guitarist. Please welcome Luke Wood. Hey, Luke. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me back. Of course, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I, uh, I'm really excited because I just went to, uh, to Vince Gill and Amy Grant's house to uh, get some guitars signed for them. My, my internship that I work for in town um, does a lot with veterans and, and music and art. And Vince and Amy are so involved in giving back to, to veterans and people who have served. So we went over there and, and talked for a little bit and got some guitars signed. It was really awesome. That is so cool. I think like that's just one of the many cool things that you've gotten the opportunity to do since being in Nashville. So why don't you share a little bit about what the past year and a half has been like for you in Nashville? Yeah, man, it's been it's been awesome. I love being here. Uh, every day is a blessing. I, I feel like I, I get a new opportunity every day. Um, I mean, I just put out a, a single yesterday. Um, got to work with some great people recording that. It's uh, it's called Dreaming About You. You can find it on Spotify if you type in my name, Luke B. Wood. Anyway, and then I, I do a lot of other stuff, just playing shows and um, and helping other people out on their records or going to accompany someone. Um, Man, another thing I like to do is I play in church every week with a great worship team, and uh, and that's been super fun too. So I feel like you just never know what you're going to get involved in. I mean, you you meet someone at the supermarket, or you you know someone meets you in class and you play. You know, it's it's just all kinds of stuff, and I that's kind of the similar vibe maybe you got when you came down here. Just how much stuff's going on. Yeah, there's so much going on everywhere all the time. And I think the coolest thing that we'll talk about more once we get into the quote is like, even though I don't live there and I've only been there twice, it's like it feels like another home just because people are so welcoming, so kind. Everybody's there for the music. They love the music. And it seems like everybody just really enjoys meeting other people. Like I went to Third and Lindsley with one of my songwriter friends I got to meet in person when I was there last. And we were just at a table with these other people. And it was really funny because I got there before Paige did. And I was talking to the other people at the table. And it was like, we knew each other. Like we got this like conversation going. And it was funny because when Paige sat down, she like do you guys know each other like just because of the way we were talking it's just like a huge family vibe and so I definitely feel that there yeah absolutely uh and, and I love to hear that you went to third and Lindsley that's that's an awesome venue uh the the time jumpers which is a, a really popular Nashville western swing band play there a lot I got to play there a couple weeks ago so that is that is holy ground for people in Nashville for sure so why don't we dive deeper into our chat about Nashville can you read a great quote Absolutely. This is a, a quote from Cheryl Crow. L.A. to me feels like the music industry and Nashville to me feels like the music community. So just talk a little more about that and what this quote means to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, I love Cheryl Crow's music. She's awesome. Um, but I think that is the thing about Nashville is that it's uh, I, I refer to it as like a song town. And uh, 
places like maybe LA or New York, it's maybe people are more focused on like the flashier aspects of show business or entertainment, or, you know, you could compare it to a live show where, you know, LA is maybe more focused on like the pyrotechnics or the dancers and Nashville is more about the songs. Um, yeah, everyone here is just, just here to, to, to do great, great things in music and really specifically music. And, um, there's really not that many distractions. People just want to come around and uh, and lift up great songs. And, uh, and while there are other places in the United States to do that, your LA is, to me, as someone who's never even been there, but to me, looks like sort of a superficial thing. Same with maybe New York, but here, everyone's so real and just just wants to make great music. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I've been to LA a handful of times, and I definitely got that vibe where it's a little more like picture perfect super glamorous flashy everyone appears really put together lots of like designer stuff everywhere it's like all for like the look and like fitting into a certain group of people whereas like in Nashville like everyone's just walking around in cowboy boots like looking real casual like saying hi to you on the street and I think Los Angeles definitely has more of a businessy approach where it's like very official and that kind of outsider looking in, it looks all perfect and they want to portray it to be this perfect thing and this glamorous thing. And it's not real, kind of like you said. But no, Nashville is the polar opposite and it is focused on the songs. Like everybody loves the music and it's really like the songwriter's town, like you said. So I completely 100% agree with what this quote is saying. And yeah, I think the other thing too is like talking more about the music side of things. Like a lot of people think country is what Nashville only is, where like country music is huge in Nashville, of course, that's the main genre, but there are other genres of music that thrive there. And I think that's a big kind of difference with Los Angeles is I was speaking to a songwriter a couple of months ago on the show who is a really established writer. And when she was growing up in California, she had a song that she wrote when she visited Nashville that made it onto country radio. And the people and her, like her publishing company, I guess, in California, said something along the lines of, you know, well, maybe we'll consider, you know, that chart placement if it makes a crossover to pop radio. And so it feels like California is more focused on like the pop world more than country and other genres. Um, so that was just an interesting story as well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think you can find any genre here and, and you'd find it to be well done. Uh, my good buddy Sam likes to go to this uh, jazz club called Rudy's. Um, and there's there's great jazz musicians that play there. All the jazz people in town know it as a really happening place. Some of our professors even play there. But, you know, and there's also heavy metal people. There's, you know, there's a great, I think we have a great symphony. I'm saying I think because I've only heard that through the grapevine. But yeah, there's, that's the cool thing about Nashville. It's it's so, it's so diverse and, and any kind of music that you're interested in doing is is really, it's an attainable thing to do. You can You can do whatever you want here. Absolutely. So just because you've been there for quite a while, going to school there and just getting to really immerse yourself in the city, what are some things that you think people should keep in mind if they are considering moving to Nashville? I'd say the first thing is that uh, everyone talks about the real estate prices and the cost of living. I just, uh, 
toward an apartment that I'm going to live in over the summer. And it's, it's going to be more than I want to pay, but I think I'm going to make it work. Um, and there's so much development here and that's so awesome. You want to live in a place where things are changing and evolving, not in a place that's it's stagnant and people are moving out of everyone is moving to Nashville. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, I'd, I'd say another cool thing is, is just don't be afraid to, to go out somewhere and talk to people um, uh, the, the heart and soul of Nashville, I feel like is the writer's rounds that go on every night at, you know, the million bars in town. And you can just go in and meet someone and maybe make a new best friend. And if you want to get involved in songwriting or playing on people's records, that's the way to do it. Just go out and be seen, uh, especially at the writer's rounds. I know you were talking about how there's not many of those in Pittsburgh. Um, and I was kind of newly introduced to it too, when I moved to town, but yeah, I can't imagine Nashville without writers rounds and, and, you know, whether I'm playing them or just going to listen, it's, it's an awesome place to be. Yeah. I definitely want to do one at some point and I have not seen anything like that in Pittsburgh. There's not really like much for the songwriters here, which is sad. Like there's a lot of places where people will perform obviously. And as you know, like I'm more about the writing than the performing. I'd rather write a song than perform somewhere. And I feel like it's different when you have the writer's rounds because it's less of like you alone on a stage. It's more of like you and a group of songwriters just playing your songs and sharing that. And so I'm definitely gonna dig deeper. And if there isn't one, I wonder if there's a way for me to like start one. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And I know how much you value the the community that music brings. That's what it's really about. It's it's less of a performance and it's more of just a casual hang. I, I don't really like to talk about, you know, I'm not someone who tells a 10 minute story about my songs, because to be honest, they're really not that deep. But <laughs> generally people will will go on stage and tell stories before their songs and, and they have a lot to say. And there's lots of interesting things that you can hear. Um, Belmont had had a great one um, just the other day that I went to and it, one of the writers was someone that had written a Bonnie Raitt song um, if I can't make you love me and that's not the name of the song if I can't make it's something anyway but it's a really <laughs> popular song and, and he was just talking about you know the story behind it and and how he wasn't a successful musician and then happened to have written a couple hits and just stuff like that that really inspires you to to just to just go on and, and be a better version of yourself yeah for sure absolutely so what do you think was the hardest lesson that you didn't expect to learn when you started to live in Nashville a couple of my buddies and I were trying to get on we'd played Broadway a few times but we wanted to to really solidify a residency there and we were trying to to get on there and it was just real difficult when we were running into roadblocks and I think part of that was me maybe relying on other people to be in charge instead of just kind of like you know, I was just kind of sitting back as a guitar player, not really doing much of the decision making. But instead, like now, I think it's really important for me to be maybe a little more in control and um, sort of sort of making decisions. I think everyone has to be like in control of of what they want to happen. And if you sit back and let sort of like other people or have other people lead, it, it can be kind of disappointing when the results aren't what you had expected. So I'd say I'd say just not being afraid to take charge of a situation. And, and uh, it's such a great learning experience when you have a failure. Obviously, we didn't get my friends. And I didn't get back on Broadway. And that's fine because it's opened up way many more doors to things that I even enjoy more places. I pl enjoy playing more and, and, and I've grown a community 
at a bar I play at a little bit south of town. So um, I'd say just just be a, don't be afraid to go after it and uh, and take charge of your life. And, uh, you, you know, there's no one better than making decisions than you. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, I, you know me, I'm all about what I want is what goes. This is my journey, my music. Um, I think there are some people who maybe, maybe it's like they're not as secure in their music or with what they want. And maybe if they know somebody who knows more people and has connections it's more like oh I'm just gonna rely on them and let them do it but honestly like at the end of the day you have to take charge of your own journey and like what you want because you're the only one who's gonna get there for yourself and so I think that's a really really great piece of advice right yeah and two like a great leader is also a great follower so knowing when to to step back and listen to others is also crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too much sitting in the back seat can really cause a lot of damage and waste time. So yeah. yeah, there's a there's a fine balance between being in charge and then taking what other people have to say. And I think that's what makes great leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's like knowing like what to follow and what not to. Like, I right. think the music industry is a place where there's a lot of information it's like oversaturated with oh this is the path this is what you have to do and I think like it's really important to listen to those things but ultimately make your decision of like what is best for you just because somebody skyrocketed to fame or whatever doing one thing that doesn't necessarily mean it works for you and so there's like a balance of listening and then deciding for yourself what is best for your own personal situation. So now let's chat about some of our favorite touristy things to do in Nashville for anybody listening who hasn't been and just to give them a list of awesome things to do. So why don't you start? Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, I really like uh, going down to the Parthenon. It's a it's a big park. One of our mutual friends when when Brett McCutcheon came into town, that's one of the things we did and walked around there. A lot of the girls like to get pictures there. I think, Demi, didn't you get a picture? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm calling I, I you really out a little wanted bit. to go. When I was there last year, it was like closed for some reason, like the day I was going to go. I don't know what was going on, but I like really love Greek mythology. And so my thing was like, I want to see Athena's statue. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, that's a great, it's a beautiful park. Um, I'm still trying to record a music video out there. I haven't done it yet. Something something my family did when we came to town for the first time was the Johnny Cash Museum. Um, Johnny Cash is, I feel like, often in town, I mean, everybody likes Johnny Cash, but people sort of only know one or two of his songs. Really, there's there's a great history and a great, uh, there's a great catalog that, that Johnny Cash has. And um, people that go to that museum can kind of get a little bit more of an in-depth understanding of his life and his career. Um, I love doing that. I should go again. I even would say that it's better than the Country Music Hall of Fame, which I had done just a, a couple months ago. And let me see if I, I'm a big food guy. So if I could choose, uh, my, I'll say a, a third thing. Uh, not every town in the United States has a Shake Shack. I, I think that that's one of the best burgers in town. And uh, I know in Pittsburgh, there isn't there isn't one. I think there's three here. There's one south of town. There's one on Broadway. And there's one and green hills and so i love shake shack unfortunately it's on the way home from my church so i end up spending a little too much money <laughs> at that restaurant but uh yeah if i could say my three are uh the parthenon 
um especially if you're with a girl because she's gonna love getting her picture taken and then, uh, <laughs> that's a you know that's it's a trendy thing to do and uh two johnny cash and number three is shake shack awesome yeah i haven't been to the johnny cash museum but i have gone to the country music hall of fame which is awesome also i did the studio b tour which was also super cool i love that yeah. and i got a picture um sitting at the steinway which was like a super cool moment because piano is my main instrument so that was really awesome and of course i did the tours of the grand Ole opry house and the ryman which was really cool i think like the history is just so cool like that's something that i knew and heard of before i visited nashville like it has so much history but i think when you go to those museums and do the tours and hear about how much history Nashville truly has, I think it really shows the roots and like really brings out why so many people love it there and the community aspect because of all the history of the city. Yeah, I should have mentioned the Ryman. That's uh, that's the best place in town. I think <laughs> I've been ha- I've been fortunate enough. I saw Vince Gill and Amy Grant's Christmas special with my mom. I oh. saw the Beach Boys there. Um, I saw another Vince Gill concert with my buddy Brooke um it was awesome I love I'm a huge Vince Gill fan that's the only song that I listen to right now um yeah I'm just a little obsessed I'll admit a little obsessed but he's just so good sings so well he writes the best song so I, I love any anytime I can see Vince in town but yeah the, the rhyme is so great there's so much history I, anyone from Hank to Elvis has played there so great place to go Awesome, Chloe. So before we chat about our new music, let's just list our top three favorite Nashville memories. Go. Okay, uh, man, my number <laughs> one memory, uh, I played at Nissan Stadium over the summer with my buddies, Sam and Andrew. Um, that was super cool, just because like name, getting the name drop Nissan Stadium, that's pretty awesome. We played a, an hour set, got p- paid pretty well and got some cute pictures you know it was awesome uh number two I guess I guess number I just met Vince Gill so I guess I'll have to you know I still got it can't even believe that just happened like an hour ago. <laughs> but yeah so I guess it'd say that and uh number three um wow um I got to see the Rolling Stones at Nissan Stadium that was pretty awesome my roommate was really kind um his dad had like box seats so we he, he invited a couple of us out and that was an awesome show. I'm a big fan of the Rolling Stones also. So many great memories. So I have only been to Nashville twice, so my pool of memories is much smaller. But I would have to say, one, definitely the Jersey Music Awards that we won to. Yeah. Super fun. Um, Super at the fun. Opry. <laughs> Super fun night. Um, that would be one. Two would probably be attending the CMA Awards last year at um, Bridgestone Arena. That was really fun. And paired with that was going to Andrea Stolpe's songwriting retreat last year. I still cannot believe that when I picked the week of the retreat, that it was the same week as the awards. I did not plan that. So that turned out really amazing. So Josie Awards, CMA Awards, and then the retreat. That's awesome. So you've only been here twice, but you've had some some awesome experiences. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I can't wait to go back again. I hopefully will go next year, but we will see. 
So now let's wrap up talking about our new music. So you mentioned at the beginning of the episode that you just released your new single, Dreaming About You. So can you share a little bit about the inspiration behind this song? I know you said that your songs usually don't have a whole lot to them, but you got to say something. So what was the inspiration behind Dreaming About You? Yeah, I mean, it's a song that I'd had the chords for for a while. And uh, I was just, I was writing a lot, but nothing was really kind of, I do this bad thing where if I'm not excited about a song, I don't really finish it. So I was writing a lot of just kind of mediocre songs. And then I had the chords for this and I, I wanted to do something upbeat. And and then uh, a couple of weeks later, I just like I couldn't couldn't sleep. And I like woke up at three. I, this is like a true story, I promise. I, I think Keith Richards <laughs> said something similar. So I'm not trying to like sound like a celebrity, but I woke up at like three in the morning and just like banged out the lyrics in five minutes and went to sleep. I don't know how that happened or why that <laughs> happened, but you know, I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a, a chords guy, more of a production guy and melodies guy than I am like the lyrics, and that's why getting to co-write with some of these great people here at Belmont has has helped me get better at that. Um, listening to the Eagles has really helped me try to get better at lyric writing because I think if you're not a singer first, you're a guitar player first, you're a piano player first, or whatever, you kind of are more focused on the chords or the sound of the record and. Um, ultimately the lyrics are really important too. So that's something I hope to continue to grow on. Maybe not just write something at 3 a.m. and go back to sleep. It's okay. It worked. So maybe I'll have to continue <laughs> that trend. But yeah, it's it's great. I, I had Ashley Barber, my good friend, sing backup vocals and Andrew Bannon uh, played drums on it. And I'll tell you what, I've gotten a lot of great response from it, which has meant so much to me um, that people have enjoyed listening to it. Even a lot of people I don't talk to or know very well have reached out and said nice things, which as you know, to me means the world to you when mm-hmm. someone compliments your song. For and sure. So yeah, I'm hoping to I'm hoping to keep banging out some some more songs and I'm I'm excited for what the future future holds. I do a lot of work for other people um on their records. It was time for me to do one of my own. Yeah, no for sure. It's a great song and congrats on releasing it. I think it's really interesting hearing like kind of your process how you're very focused on the chords and the music that makes total sense and it's really interesting because I feel like when I started just do songwriting I was more focused on the music and the melody just because of my piano background but once I really started to study English and creative writing I feel like that's when I made a shift to focusing on the lyrics because I was so immersed in stories all the time and so now I feel like I have an interesting balance but definitely if you have a instrumental upbringing with your music and not really a singer to it makes total sense to um start with the music and it's really cool how you mentioned like the co-writing too I think like through doing co-writing I've definitely grown in all aspects of songwriting and I think it's really great that you recognize like hey maybe lyrics aren't my strongest place because there are so many songwriters who think that they're the greatest at everything and that there's no room to grow and they don't need to do collaborations and whatever. But I think when you recognize that, hey, these are my strengths and these are the things I can work on and working with people who can help you improve is really important. Yeah, totally. And uh, that's the thing is kind of like finding someone that completes completes you uh, musically. And so I, I think a lot of people here, I'm so amazed by some of the lyrics that come out of people of Belmont. It's it's way more 
it's but you know and there are great songs that are just more about the groove and but i think like a really good song like i mentioned the eagles previously i mean those songs rock but they also uh you look at it as like painting a picture almost yeah. like like lion eyes is, is a great example of that i love that song i don't go on stage without playing it or like hotel california you know I love the Eagles a lot. And, and like I said, that's, you know, I'm kind of listening to them going, okay, well, why do my songs not sound like the Eagles? Well, maybe because I'm not Don Henley, first of all, but second of <laughs> all, you know, I need to do a better job writing lyrics. And, um, you know, that's, I'm so excited to, to continue to grow on that path. And I like hearing your lyrics too. They're very thought out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and you definitely complete my music with your incredible guitar playing and bass and all that. And my new EP, It Is What It Is, which just released on November 11th, you played on all five of those songs, which is fantastic, because on Dear Diary, you played on Fine Love and the acoustic version of Will I Ever. So what is it like for you to be part of every single song on a project? Yeah, that's awesome. It certainly has has my my stamp of approval on it, <laughs> I guess you could say. I. Yeah, I think you've got some great songs on this one, and I'm, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. Hopefully, maybe you'll get another another nomination uh, for the Josie Awards yeah. or maybe even the Grammys this year. Maybe we can <laughs> go to the major leagues, huh? Yeah. No, but yeah, it's awesome. And, and you know, getting to work with Bob at, at the vault, um, that's a great place to do it. As I know, I know how much you love them, but there's no better place on earth than to be making records than at the vault. Um, so that's, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. It's a, it's a great collection of songs. Thank you. And I cannot wait to create more music with you at the vault soon. We are going to be getting back in, into the studio to work on music for next year because I never stop. I am always writing That's and I'm right. always working on new stuff. But no, it was lovely having you on again for another conversation. Before we go, what are some final thoughts you would like to share about being in Nashville? This is just the best place to be. I, I know maybe it's hard for people that, that don't live here to just pick up everything and move, but I feel like a couple times I've I've been out watching watching bands play and um like the singer will be like, Yeah, like I'm a Berkeley student. I just moved down here and I'm like twenty-eight and I'm like, Well, why didn't you come here in the first place? Like this is there's there's a lot of great music regardless of where you are in the United States. So, you know, I'm not saying Nashville or nothing, but it's just I'm just amazed by by things that just happen to fall into my lap just from being in town. Not from being the best singer or the best writer or, you know, being the prettiest person or whatever, but just like, hey, man, will you come play on this? Or, hey, man, I was hoping you'd come watch my band and, you know, meet, you know, it, it's just so many great things. And I think hopefully you've gotten a sense of that from being in town, too, when you come in. I uh, I just I just wish people would would flock here so that we have an even bigger community of musicians. I there's there's always room for one more here, I think. I think that's a great point to end on because I think a hesitation that a lot of songwriters have and musicians, me included, is like there's so many people where it's like, okay, I'm just one more person. Is there even room for me? Is there even like space for my sound? And that's really interesting because I did a presentation for the commercial music students at St. Hill University yesterday actually and it was incredible getting to talk to them just because like I've only been graduated from the music program for three years so it's crazy being invited back and it's so soon to talk to them and one of the girls asked me she wasn't specifically talking about Nashville but just in the music industry in general she was like well I, I don't feel like there's a space for me how do you 
get through that mindset and believe that there's space for you in the industry because there's so many people. And I think that's something that so many people deal with. And I did when I started out just with songwriting. And I think for sure, like when I'm there, it can seem so oversaturated with people. But at the end of the day, like people are so welcoming and like they genuinely care about everybody no matter where they're at if they're just starting out if they're more established and you know I think it's really important to keep in mind that it it is a community like we were talking about the beginning and like you said there is that vibe that there's a space for everyone yeah I think where there's a will there's a way if you want to have a career in music and you can have a career in music that doesn't mean you're going to be George Strait necessarily but there's so many different sects of the music industry that you can be involved in anything from touring to to studio production and music publishing, which is really the apple of my eye right now is music publishing um, after taking such a great course at Belmont that I'm in right now. But yeah, I, I, and, and you know, this too, I mean, Pittsburgh's got a great, a great music scene with, with uh, Con Alma. And I know Brett and Bob McCutcheon are, are super involved and in, in at the forefront of building the Pittsburgh music scene. But it's the same thing with Pittsburgh. I mean, there's a lot of talent there and it can be, sometimes seem hard to to break through but you know like you you just keep putting out great songs after great songs and and i think you've gotten a really cool following thank you so much well congratulations again on the release of your new single i hope you have even more incredible memories in nashville before you go can you share with the listeners where they can connect with you online and listen to your music yeah absolutely uh my instagram is luke wood official um, and if you're looking for me on Spotify, you can type in Luke B. Wood. Um, a pretty, when your name is two syllables, sometimes you have to <laughs> add in a, an initial. Someone else has had it before you. But yeah, um, Luke Wood official on Instagram or Facebook is just Luke Wood. And, and I, I'd love to see you on my page. And check out his YouTube channel. That's right. That's right. Yeah, my, my YouTube channel is Luke Wood. Also, yeah, I've got 414 subscribers. That's that's crazy. I feel like I had four just yesterday. But but yeah, well, thanks so much for having me on to me. I, I know we don't get to, to talk as much. Uh, we're, we're both super busy, but I'm I'm always so happy to do these fun little podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was lovely having you back. Listeners, thank you for listening to this incredible conversation with Luke Wood. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.